everyone. Welcome back to Query and Last. This is our 50th episode. We will be recapping episode 10 of season four. Sarah couldn't be with us today for technical difficulties. What's new? But we'll try our best and we have some of our thoughts that we'll share with you. So let's start as we usually do, Liz. Um, she, from our last episode, she um, decided to go with her quote-unquote evil side or her more... I knew it. I called it. Scientific-focused side, I guess, which is really different, like eerily so in a way that it's maybe a little too on the nose and I was very surprised and nobody noticed. Oh, like so, no one no one noticed in the plot, like in the episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's just like Max, Rosa does, but in more of a, she seems an, um, an addict kind of way and not like, well, maybe she shows the evil side. They also, what an, what an odd choice to make her like an addict. You know what I mean? Like, yeah because that's not the vibe that we got from the like the showdown or whatever from the evil i don't want to call it evil liz i don't know whatever um but the other liz villain liz she all of a sudden she's like a tweaker who can't focus you know what i mean like it was very strange i mean i call i knew they were gonna go this way but i would not i didn't expect the like role switch of the addict i didn't expect that I was very surprised by um, how much of a bitch she was to everyone Um, because it felt to me like Liz as a character, even in her more driven episodes of the past, um, she, she was selfish. That's you know she was she has been a selfish friend in the past and she's been called out by people for that but i i never felt like she was you know intentionally you know saying stuff to her people and to you know be rude to people in, in a way that she was with max and, Ro- and rosa specifically in this episode um it was very weird to me and um sarah what sarah said is that she had um serial killer vibes which she did um and also what message is that sending that that if we're if we're talking about the two the sort of liz showdown of which liz she is right now Mm -hmm. the career oriented one is now like a weird patrick bateman character who's like losing her mind and like tweaking you know what I mean like what a weird message to send it doesn't make any sense and I mean honestly fuck her for what she says to Rosa like fuck off yes yeah yeah like yeah I said last episode that to me felt very weird because this is um a dilemma that Liz always had you know choosing finding uh, a work-life balance or if you will uh, a way of working on the science without going too far um this is something that she's always struggled with um so this kind of double-sided uh liz is something that i really don't get um 
it was interesting that she still seems to be the one who thinks of the ethics where whereas shivani is the um single-minded one who's like nope i don't care i just want to get the science to save this one person i don't i don't care whatever else um what consequences we have what it means for other people this is just for my daughter um which i i get more than whatever liz has going on honestly well to to make the mist more of like a drug like i don't know like i mean i guess that's kind of how they were always painting it but i i I don't know. It's it's it was it's a weird angle. I don't. I again, if we had more episodes for this to actually be like fleshed out and to be a part of what Liz is, or like really showing her struggle, that would be one thing. But this is gonna it's gonna last two episodes, and it's gonna make light of drug addiction. <laughs> and it's gonna it's when we already had this storyline with with Rosa and and done fairly well. Mm-hmm. Why have this weird? this weird add-on of a drug thing i don't understand yeah so so yes to actually recap what happens in the episode is she takes more of the uh alien mist um to presumably get even further with the science and she does a little bit and then fails um she also has a line that infuriated me before I watched, before the scene with Rosa came on, which was um, apparently they're experimenting with Rosa's blood and they, they finished the, the samples that they have. And she says, she's my sister. There's always more blood. And that was like, who... Who is this person? Like, if this Between is just that, one side of Liz, right? Well, that between that, it and doesn't make I, any sense. I'm not the addict in the family. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. These are parts of Liz that exist. It's, mm-hmm. These are thinkings that she's had. That's the whole point of this, right? Like, this is a part of Liz that she's always hidden, right? And now she's like letting it come forward, like exacerbated by this mist. So she's kind of an asshole and she's kind of a ruthless one yeah. at that, like more so than we've ever seen before. Yeah. Like if I were Rosa, I wouldn't forgive her. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the the thing that was interesting to me though was that Max, she was a bitch to Max too during the whole episode. Um, between the, the, the first scene and the scene that they have in, in the cave with the pods. And to me, it was very weird that Max didn't realize that something was going on because not only she acts differently, she talks differently. Like she uses different words. No, I don't, I think it makes sense that he doesn't know. Why would you, I mean, not only is it Max kind of living in that idealistic world that he always has, (laughs) not that he's not perceptive, but I think he's always seen the Liz he wants to see. And he's, right. You know what I mean? Like that's always been a real struggle for them. So I think it makes sense for Max to not necessarily, because she's been kind of off for a while now, right? Yeah. Maybe not this yeah, this way. Yeah. But like she hasn't been herself in a long time, and I think that's mm-hmm. the the you know the point of a lot of their interactions. So I think that part kind of makes sense to a certain degree. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I did like that Rosa was the one who, I mean, doesn't take a genius, but it, Rosa was the one who was like, okay, maybe there's something wrong with Liz. And, you know, they do go this path of maybe she's addicted to this mist um, and not she chose evil Liz, but whatever. Um, the important part is that they do figure out that something's wrong. And um, what frustrates me to no end in this show is that we go only so far for like half an episode and then with Max and Liz always and then Max and Liz again have this conversation and Liz's reason it seems for this episode at least and goes to Shivani and is like well maybe we should be ethical about this I was like, okay, so everything is solved once again because we had one conversation between the two of them. It's like, come on. Like, do we want evil Liz? Let's have an evil Liz. Right. For like if you're going to commit to something, if you're going to commit to something, then commit to something. If yeah, if this is the Liz that you want and this is what, then that's what we're going to do. And that's what, you know, that's what it, it's just become a formula for Max and Liz. I mean, if I were, if I were in that fandom, I would be so frustrated because on one hand you have them interacting every single episode, right? That's the shipper's dream. They're always together, always. But on the other hand, what did we say last season or the season before? I don't even know what season it was, but like every conversation is the same. Mm -hmm. You could lay out the formula before the episode even starts. And we would know we would have been correct about this one, like conflict and then resolution by the end of the episode. And it's just like, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's more, maybe this is more complex. And the previews for next week seem like it could be really good, but I don't know. I, I said that multiple mm-hmm. episodes now. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, again, like last episode and the one before that, I think it was kind of hard to have um, separate outlines for every kind of group of characters because it was kind of um connected um but i don't think i have anything else on liz and max so should we move on it's it's what we've said like go back and listen to every episode from the season and that's how to recap max and liz for this episode that was it so i agree right okay so let's move on um the next kind of little bit that i have are kyle and michael and maria so we have kyle back we have one our one brain cell back it's so good to have him back um just as a a viewer's perspective he makes it brings so much sense to the show um and it's it's just very nice to have him back Um, he's just such a good like audience stand-in like yeah you know he always has like similar reactions to what i would have he's a lot he's a lot smarter Mm -hmm. than i am but it is nice to be able to look to someone who I know on the inside is going, what the fuck at the same time I am, which yeah. is really nice. So his face is a reassuring one. It is. Um, it was to the rest of the characters as well. Um, I, I did really like the scene, the first scene that he has when he's back with Isabel. Um, they're kind of awkward. I don't know if they should hug and then they go for a hug that it's very intimate and then <laughs> It's kind of weird, but in the at the same time, while I wish they did not have, they want to have had this kind of awkwardness after their 
one night stand and just go full on in a, into a relationship. Um, I do like the chemistry that they have and how even if it's very awkward and you know it's awkward, they, they're, you're still like, you're going to end up together. We only have three episodes left. Like I could cry. I know. Because if we don't get Kyle and Isabel because they wanted to drag it through to the next season in the, we don't know, mm-hmm. there is no other season. You may have to commit me because we I just, we gotten so close. Like I just get over your awkwardness. You saw each other's genitals. Like it's fine. You're grownups. <laughs> I just, I don't want them to, I, you know, I, I want some pining. I want some, all of that, but there's only three episodes left. I know. Um, yeah. So Kyle is with Michael for the most of the episode. I love it. I love it. Finally, get some guarantee action. Hey, same this old. Never wanted. Same old snarky, you know, camaraderie. Kids playing with Legos, putting together consoles. Like that's all I need. It was very cute. I love them. I think even Michael. I don't even remember the line. I meant to write it down, and I never did. <clears throat> but even Michael kind of pointed out that he's like together again you know what I mean like a kind of a pat on the back or whatever and that was it's it's a good duo it's a good duo because there is like kind of like Michael and Maria there is just snarkiness but at the same time they do have the really tender moments and one of the scenes that I love the most in this episode is when Michael is fairly freaking out about Alex um and and wanting to you know find him and go after him and wondering if you know if he hasn't done enough and all of that and um Kyle is reassuring him and I was like it's still the captain of the Malik ship like he's always the one who gives the best advice to them and it's always been kind of fun to have this dynamic because of who he he was and he has been in their you know in their history so I, I love it I love that scene and I just he's so good at like giving them advice or like being their champion I just want him to also find love you know what I mean like it's hard mm-hmm. when you could see that he's very excited he wants to help Michael and he, you know he and Michael and Alex belong together all of this but I'm also like but let him have some of the same things you know like I'm sure yeah. he's tired of being like always a bridesmaid never a bride like yeah, and I like that Michael said that. Like, I, I think he did say towards the end, I hope, you know, you right. find your resolution or whatever with that as well. I would have liked for Michael to, I know he's in a totally other state of mind, but um, I would have liked for him to give maybe a look or something and be like, hmm, maybe it's Isabel. Um, I hope we know, get to find like out. That. On, I hope we get to see Michael find out on screen about Isabel yeah. and Kyle. Like, it just reminiscent of that, like, um, uh, you know, when Isabel comes out to them or whatever. Like, I want something like that where mm-hmm. Michael's just like, of course you and Kyle. Like, of course. Of like, course. this isn't shocking. So I hope that we yeah. get to see that. Yeah. So we have um, we have Kyle and Michael teaming up to find um, a way to get to Alex and, and Vonnie and Dallas, but whatever, to get to the other dimension. And at the same time, Maria is also looking uh, further into her visions, her perceptive side or whatever. And she has, for most of the episode, at least, she has Rosa by her side, 
which I love. I love having them be friends. I love being best friends. I love them teaming up. I love that Rosa is somehow the kind of a, an alien Yoda to, to Maria in some way. Um, I Reference-wise, I've had enough of Harry Potter references. I'm done. I'm done. I, I did like the Star Wars one, okay? Finally, like, we have something Here's else. the thing. I mean, I genuinely feel anger about this because... <laughs> So, you know, what's funny is that all this like pitching I've done week after week with the Harry Potter references is that I started seeing like TikToks about, you know, like younger people talking about like millennial obsession with Harry Potter and like how they take it, you know, to the extreme. And that, that's sort of always been the case. But I now I'm like cringing. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is like how millennial of the show to like think that mm-hmm. we need it shoved down our throats every episode. Like we get it. We see the. We see what you want you to see. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's like it's physically painful. I, I would have understood maybe in season one, you know, back in season or one, I would have understood. Like, yeah, we're and ten like, episodes in, and I think eight out of the ten episodes, there's been a Harry Potter reference, and I'm not kidding about that. Yeah. Somebody, I'm sure, made a gift set of every single Harry Potter reference so far. It's got to at least be seven or eight episodes. That's too much. That's too many. It is. It is because I understand, you know, uh, this this show has always been kind of um, filled with pop culture references and especially, you know, nostalgia references and all of that, which is fine. It's what it's supposed to be. You know, it's just a nostalgic show for the 90s Um, and it's fine, but this is too much. Well, and the show, I know, you know, the original show sort of bridged the gap. There was, you know, like Gen X, Millennial, all this stuff or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. great. But we're so far removed from the original show now that we don't need, you don't need cheap references. I don't know. Or at least mix up your references. I don't know. Why did we have to yeah. go with Professor McGonagall? We could have gone with any sort of teacher reference and it would have been funnier. And it's so funny that I feel so strongly about this that I had to pause the episode when she said it and like walk out of the room. I'm so mad. Let I it was go. Genu- I, I, I was genuinely like bracing for it. I'm not kidding. I was like, no, here it comes again. Um, so anyway, but just know yeah. that we hate it. <laughs> yeah, we hate it. Um, Sarah does as well. So just so y'all know. Um, so... So yes, so both Kyle and, and and Michael on one side and Maria on the other kind of uh, both figure out a way to get to this portal on Earth side. Um, and I don't I don't know how the science works. They bring the console in, um, whatever. This is where the outline gets kind of weird because it is very interconnected with both um, kind of groups of characters. So I will kind of bridge into the, how do they call it? Uh, pocket dimension uh, side of the episode. Um, the important thing is to, that we still haven't seen Alex. I, I don't say, care about I anything else. Adored. There was a lot of anger that Alex wasn't in it. I adored the look on Michael's face and the way that Lamis acted that, like him going through the portal. Like mm-hmm. that, I really... I really, really, I felt, I got like choked up. I was like, okay, good, you know, because I really think that that was a choice that was always going to happen and it makes sense. And 
there's probably going to be other choices he has to make, but he didn't really hesitate. Not really. You know what I mean? Like he knew what he had to do. And I think we're just always seeing this season. If we can't have Alex, at least we get multiple times of seeing how much Michael just really loves Alex. (laughs) And like, yes, I want Alex there and I want him to say it and all of this, but I'll just take what I can get. And that was really sweet. (laughs) Yeah. hundred percent. And, oh, it's the way that every single episode has a scene like that that makes me go, oh, we're going to see Alex I next know. time. I know. And every sweet Mick, every oh, single time we record, Mick's like, next episode. Next episode. I can feel it. And I was just, every time I'm like, I don't think so. I'm bracing. Right now I'm bracing for like, not I think he'll be 12 and 13. 12 and 13. That's so what I think as well. Yeah. He'll be in a four total episodes the whole season or five or whatever. But anyway, it's yeah. fine. But I'm guessing we'll have one episode next episode looking doing whatever and then hopefully mm-hmm. 12 and 13 yeah okay yeah, so if we can't have Alex, mention. yeah well the only thing i care about at this point they better make that reunion fucking worth it that's all i'm saying yeah fucking worth it keep going yeah yeah it will be like if it, if it's not the most romantic reunion we've ever had on the show i don't i want it want direct direct parallels with the reunion kiss of episode one i want the same fucking song or the same color or some sort of like that passion no more of these like loving kisses like sweet kisses that they're giving each other i want like Mm -hmm. i want glamis to eat his head off like he did in the first episode (laughs) of the first season that's what i want make this yep. all this build up worth it yeah so um pocket dimension stuff uh bonnie and dallas are stuck there together i when did they get so close like, what are they best friends <laughs> when did bonnie become best friends with dallas and also and with everyone else as well yeah like, why is she useless does she know anything about alien stuff like how? That's what I thought. I was like, do you not know the symbols? Like, this is to, supposed to be your alphabet. You're you the only one You're that remembers. And she's so boring. That She's so boring. And I'm so sorry. It's not the actress. I don't think it's the actress. I don't think it's... I think it's just this character they made. She's so bland and so boring. I don't trust her. Yeah. I, like, I don't care if anything happens to her. You, you can't make your besties with everyone. Like first with Michael and then with Dallas, how are you best friends? You, I don't know you. We don't even know your name. Yeah. No, it's so weird. Um, I was tempted to skip all of their scenes. I, I do really I do really love Dallas and I, I love that he, he was the one to put the puzzle together in that way. Um, he was the useful one but at the same time she frustrates me to no end like she's boring she doesn't the one moment that i enjoyed out of the two of them was her sort of questioning why dallas doesn't rely on his alien powers more Uh and i thought that was a good question i think that that you know could uh, if we had more time would unveil a lot about you know the aliens and how comfortable they are and man oh man what a parallel to lots of different things you know but that was it. That was all everything else. I'm like, I don't care. And I think it's because 
I have been so far removed from fandom for so long, just because my personal life is a lot crazy, a lot busier than it usually is. But I don't, I can't get invested in this stuff with Dallas and his father. And it has nothing to do with whether or not it's important. It's just that I haven't been in it and I haven't been sort of actively watching every week the same way that I used to. So I don't have a lot of connection there. And I'm sad about that, but. Yeah, no, it's understandable. Um, But it it does confuse me a little bit the way that they use Dallas and his father's relationship. Like either it's there in your face or it's just telling you about it, but that's just Roswell, I guess. Um, So pocket dimension. (laughs) Like Stop I mentioned, saying pocket they... dimension. Stop saying dimension. pocket dimension. Okay, but we have to. Dimension. We Top have to read dimension. one of one Where's of Sarah's that? one of Sarah's things was. I wish yes. Bonnie had gone back to Earth because why does she get to go on the Save Alex adventure? She literally kissed his boyfriend. <laughs> okay, and stole his powers. And stole his powers. I'll forgive the kissing of the boyfriend thing. It's fine, but like, yeah, why is she there of all the people? Why is it Bonnie? I don't know. Yeah. Again, the show loves a triad. They are obsessed with triads of all different kinds. I don't know why. Power of three, whatever. But like, I didn't think Bonnie, Dallas, and fucking Michael was going to be the triad that was on this like yellow brick road to go get Alex. I didn't. And also, like, supposing they're going to be, you know, next episode, all of their scenes are are going to be together. I was really excited to get Michael and Dallas because I love their relationship. And then Bonnie's going to be there. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Just, no. Um, But anyway, the the, the way that they get there to opening this portal that Sarah mentioned, she just thinks it's a Stargate. Yeah, she kept saying, I, I kept waiting for Kurt Russell to show up. That's, that's, a, good, that's yeah. a good point. Um, the way they get there is they communicate to through the pieces of the console with Morse code, um, which to me was an interesting thing. Both of you guys mentioned that nobody should, should know how to Who knows use Morse code? code? I mean... Okay, but Michael and Dallas being the ones who knows. Why would they know Morse code? Why would they know? Why would Dallas know Morse code? He said he learned at camp. He said it. What camp do you go to where you learn Morse code? I went to camp a lot. I don't know. He's weird. And Michael is weird. So it makes sense. They're loners. It makes sense. To me, it makes sense. Anyway, Morse code equals loners. (laughs) Yeah. Michael knows a, a lot of weird stuff, you know? No, to me, it's like the two characters that make sense would know Morse code. No, to honestly. me, the only people, the only person that makes sense to know Morse code is fucking Alex. Anyone else is weird. Anyone yeah. else is weird. Maybe Alex taught Michael Morse code. <laughs> There's the fake of that. You know, Michael does immediately think it was like, oh my God, it's Alex, it's Alex. But anyway, um, Sure, why not? I, I'm not fully certain that you can have that a lot an elaborate conversation over Morse code, but whatever. Um, it was funny that Michael was just slapping the console the whole time, but like you have Dallas very like delicately tapping of away, course. At and then the here console. you've got the fucking chaotic Michael- bisexual, just like Rah! here's this like. That's exactly a good metaphor for how you communicate, Michael Guerin. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, they manage and um, 
Michael does go through. Um, I'm still not certain why the portal is closing. I did not understand the part about something about power. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, but the point of the thing, it goes through. So presumably, next episode we will have the you know actual search party for uh, for Alex in that other parallel dimension. Um, I would hope at least they they'd find something like. The, the necklace they saw so something else like I don't know his jacket you know something that actually visually represents Alex to us as the audience um that would be fun to Alex see doesn't exist anymore <laughs> Tyler Blackburn on screen Alex doesn't exist anymore okay no. give up um all right anything else about this kind of two no the pocket dimension now so okay so the last um little piece of the episode where um isabel and tesca um i do want to start with what sarah said which is this tesca is boring now which is completely what i thought fair but jesus christ she's hot like she's hot i am so sorry i know that she knew isabel when they were kids i'm not trying to make this weird but like them fighting the other episodes and then them you know all the fighting this one i'm like i need to like go to church like this was really like it was it's a lot for me visually so she's boring i could just watch it on mute but that woman is hot (laughs) as hell i don't even I don't care what other function she has. She's just like a hot milf looking lady. And like, I have oh, no hundred percent. Like her, both her and Isabel in this, like whenever um, Isabel Lily gets to stunts, I love. So um, no, very hot. Yeah. Um, which is what I said. Like in my notes, it was like Isabel kicking ass. Yeah. Is always and that's, fun. And that's how, even if it means nothing, doesn't, whatever. It's, it's, it was, it's hot. It's nice to look at. Um, but yeah, I do agree with Sarah. I think Tesca should have said evil. Like she just should have been the big bad of this season, and that's of it. Of course, I don't, I don't care about yeah. anyone else. They've she... completely cut her off at the knees. Like she means nothing anymore. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Like I don't care anymore. Um, what was interesting to me, and what was um fun to see, and also kind of emotional for me to see, was how much Isabel cares um how much she's grown and how good she is at actually helping people through you know mental stuff and then recovering and um recovering from abusive uh, toxic relationship whether they be you know um romantic like she had with noah or this kind of side that i don't think tesca and jones were romantic but it was still, you know, a toxic and abusive relationship. And um, the not only the fighting in the mindscape was interesting and fun to watch, but the conversation that they have later with um, when they're sitting, um, that was, I think that was so good to see. I always, 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 always think how, uh, uh, how amazing uh, an arc Isabel has had throughout the the show absolutely I mean if we can all think back that far (laughs) my brain I don't even know my brain can think back that far but if we remember that Isabel who was just that 
bitchy mean girl blonde ice queen you know what I mean like mm-hmm. for so long and had no female friendships and no female interaction and really just walled herself off and then we as we progress this is where we come to granted she's talking to a character I don't really care you know whatever but she's very open I mean she, and how many people has she talked to now about Noah and things like that I mean she's talked to about it with Rosa with Liz mm-hmm. like she's been very open with other women about things that I would never have expected and it blows my mind every single time yeah um absolutely and then the one thing that I want to say is that I know that all of these scenes they're saying something that we should you know they're giving us pieces that we should put together and my brain is like nope between here Between the science, the fact that I have pregnancy brain, and the fact that I have lost so many brain cells over the span of my life, I can't keep up with anything. I can't, I'm not connecting any dots ever, and I'm not keeping anything in my brain anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, people are sort of like, you know, ooh, what's going to happen? Not a fucking clue. Not a clue. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Even in this episode where, like, we get to to know more, like, Tesca and Alice's dad were friends on some level and we you know get a little piece of information about why Liz is important and I'm still not I'm I'm so lost lost. every scene that Tesca's in I'm just thinking have her make out with a lady like (laughs) I'm not paying any attention truly I mean because And I, I will admit this as much as I love the show overall, my focus is, has always been Michael and Alex and like yeah. now it's Kyle and Isabel, like anything else. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> sure. Whatever you give me, I'll accept. It's fine. So um, we only have one um, comment from Instagram this time and it's from Adventures with a Tween who says um, that she felt like Uh, episode 10 should have followed episode 8 in terms of keeping the momentum going for Alex's search Um, which I agree like I feel like the Mindscape episode we talked a little bit about this in our last recap that it felt like a filler episode and so whatever kind of energy that we had from you know finding out where Alex ended up and Dallas going down the same you know uh sinkhole and all of that we lost and then this episode was like okay so let's start like let's get moving once again towards that right and I think it would have made more sense had the mindscape been a portion of the episode Mm -hmm. and maybe we could have moved forward with some of these things because we didn't really need Liz for this episode she didn't have anything to do with you know really what they were doing with this weird portal I don't know whatever I'm not even trying try to pretend to talk about the science but so yeah I agree I agree that it feels like the last episode just sort of cut it off at, at its knees and we you know it takes a minute to get back into the groove so I would completely agree yeah and I think like once again if we had had a longer season like I feel like the the Mindscape episode would have been maybe like a good mid-season kind of finale, like you have the a good cliffhanger and then we would have, you know, an episode like this one to kind of get going again if we 
if it had been like after I small haters or something and we had like 10 more episodes to go but we don't we have three more episodes to go um so <laughs> that's gonna be fun I have no idea how they're going to bring everything together we haven't seen Clyde in a while you know in the actual world we have no idea what um Liz's student means to the plan we have no idea where um Ali um always is uh or if she's gonna come back she means anything if she's good if she's evil um so yeah there's it's a lot of questions what's the alighting what's the alighting that's all I care about at this point what's the alighting what does all of this mean I still just cannot get out of my head that Noah is coming back I know he's Um, not Oh, I would have loved. I know, I, I, but it's just, and I think it's because every time he's referenced or every time they talk about a kiss and every time they talk about the alighting, that's the only thing I can think of. And I know it's not going to happen and I need to not get my hopes up, but I think I'm going to have those hopes until the very last scene of the final episode. Yeah, because I said, I said to you a little bit that, um, it, it, at this point, it doesn't feel like they knew that season four was going to be the last that we're going to get to get canceled. And I think Trevino mentioned that they didn't know. Um, so Which scares the absolute fucking shit yeah. out of me. I mean, I mean, truly not to be dramatic, but I've been operating under the principle. I, I don't know if it was in a fandom assumption or something that they said that made me believe that they got sort of a heads up kind or kind of had like an inkling or whatever, but now I'm really scared. They're not going to end this with a way that feels complete. I think it felt to me, I don't know if they knew then when the editing was going on, you know, post-production was going on and then they knew that they were going to come back. So maybe they made some choices. Um, I know we talked about specifically Isabel and Anata. That felt like something that was maybe cut a little bit because they knew that the show was going to end. But now I'm like, nah. Like they they definitely thought they were going to get a five a fifth season. Um, so a lot of it I think won't be resolved. A lot of it will be still a cliffhanger. I th- but I do, you know, Trevina did <laughs> Nick, also bringing me down that- today. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Uh, Trevino also did mention that that, that there's some good stuff in the finale and some good, you know, closing of chapters and something that will be left unsolved because they thought they were going to get another season. And maybe we, we, you know, the fandom should start campaigning for another season harder. I don't know. I think we probably should have, we probably should have hit up Hulu a long time ago and started a petition or something. That's fine. This fandom is dead. But anyway, um, okay, let's go with um, favorite part of the episode. I don't know. I, I'm going to say Michael going through the portal. I, I, I think that he, that Flamis acted that very well. And I loved the sort of tear, you know, that teary eyed look that he does so well or whatever. So, and it's just peak romance, right? Because he, he go, he's going through this thing, has no way of knowing if he can get back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's always thinking about us finding Alex and then building a life with Alex and Dallas and Bonnie, but whatever. Um, you know, I just think that's very sweet. 
<laughs> <That was similar. laughs> it was it was funny to me that that Bonnie was like oh the man that he loves his loves- friend and the man he loves us like which every time anytime anybody mentions it I'm happy right like other people see it sure. that makes me happy again I forgive Bonnie for the kiss thing I get it I would also kiss Michael Garen but I, I want again as we've said before I want them to say it to each other and I'm tired of other people saying it yeah if we don't get that by the end of the se- I swear to God, I will I will pester Blamis and Blackburn if until they give us like, oh, like a shot on iPhone. I was gonna say record it on a goddamn iPhone. Go on to a desert in California, record it. I don't care. I just have to you have to be in character and say it. Or it can I can be I in actually, the living room. I don't care. I actually think my life will be incomplete. I'll be dead when I'm 90 and I'm dying. It will feel like the one thing left undone. I know. Um, okay, so um, my, my favorite part of the episode, I would have said the Kyle and Michael scene, but I mentioned it before, so I'm going to say um, Maria and, um, and Rosa, and specifically Maria using her abilities and, um, you know, the, the scenes where she was con- like kind of connecting with the earth and with the elements, um, those were very cool, and I, I just want to mention this, that um, I think Ether grew so much as an actress, like from season one and what she's doing now is just great and amazing. And I, I, I love her. I love that for her. Well, I love the parallel of Michael and Rosa and then Rosa passing that on to Maria. You know what I mean? That sort of yeah. direct where we could just see all of their growth so much. Because really you can yeah. take it back to people helping Michael, then Michael going to Rosa and then Rosa to Maria. You know what I mean? Like they have this chain that I really, that I like the idea. Of. Yeah. Such a, a cool like cycle and such a, yeah. Like you mentioned, a like, good chain of helping out and really I kind of see like they're letting, finally letting us see that there are a family in a closed, like a tight group and, and they love each other so much. And part of it is, you know helping each other grow in that way and it's just really lovely to see okay so this was the briefest episode i think we ever made um again unfortunately sarah isn't here but this was our 50th episode so i just want to mention like thank you everyone who has followed us and commented and left um questions and reblogged and liked our episodes throughout um our run and it will be fun to have three more episodes and we'll see where it goes after that but thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys next week thank you Mm -hmm.